0: welcome everyone thank you so much for joining us that was the song devastated by joey badass and this is a weekly conversation that we host every sunday from 10 a.m eastern standard time um, and also 3 p.m british summer time to take a closer look at the transit and the cosmic energy of the week ahead so great day royalty i am empress lazuli you are your empire and my content is all about things chakras tarot and astrology i am currently taking bookings for divine sessions so just click the book now button on my instagram profile and look forward to a session with me hi nikki
1: grand rising everyone my name is nikki and i am a technical and intuitive astrologer I'm currently offering one-on-one natal chart and other astrological readings as well as oracle card readings and my Instagram and Twitter are both in my clubhouse bio and you can find the link to book a reading with me in my bio. So for those of you joining us for the first time, first, what we typically do is run through the transits of the week and then we turn on hand raising at the end and invite people to speak. And so anything that you wanna share with us, any questions that you have, stories, teas, ritual ideas, how this energy is playing out in your life, please, we welcome that on the stage. So if you wanna grab some tea, a pen and paper, we can get started. And just as a reminder to everyone, we now have um, a hashtag on Twitter. So if you wanna keep in touch with the conversation, as we're going, we can definitely use the hashtag in the title of the room. It's hashtag AstroTCH on twitter and we'll check it throughout the course of our conversation today so let's get started with monday april 5th and the transit that we are talking about is the moon in capricorn conjunct pluto in capricorn so again when we think about capricorn energy this is cardinal earth it's traditionally ruled by the 10th house in the zodiac Uh, it is ruled by saturn and it is the i use affirmation so I really was reflecting on like these strong intense emotions that can possibly cloud our logic and our reasoning during this time, especially since, you know, the moon doesn't do very well when it's in Capricorn, and it makes us think about our subconscious and emotional scarcity, right? Um, And it can bring up these deep-seated emotions that we didn't really even know that we carry within us, because myself, you know, as a natal Capricorn moon, like, you know, sometimes we have a tendency to compartmentalize things or That it's not an efficient or productive use of our time to really sit with our emotions. So when we have these really strong conjunctions right where the energy is amplified with Pluto and the moon, our subconscious emotions right the first feeling, we might realize the ways in which we've been compartmentalizing these emotions. because pluto you know it's all about transformation through destruction right like what is rising from the ashes and it's what that's what i like about plutonian energy um that it's really for our highest good in a way that you know when i think of neptune it's it's really a reflection of where we're at in our own self delusions right whether what uh, as opposed to pluto it really transforms us through this destruction, right? It's for our highest good. So, um, I picked up on, I feel like an increase in psychic dreams, I I believe, you know, may provide guidance on how we need to transform and what needs to die or do away with, like, what are the things that we've been using, right? Thought patterns, habits, um, emotional programming and responses to the same kind of like trigger, right? Like, what are the things that we need to, that we've been using, that we've been holding onto that need to die or let go? So we've been in some ways molded and shaped by our past, our upbringing, our family, and you know, thinking about the moon right in the fourth house, and then thinking about Capricorn in the 10th house, right? So it's very much like your structure, and your stability, and your internal like foundation versus like how you're seen in the world right at the height of the sun in the chart in the 10th house. So it's like, how, how are we giving ourselves opportunities to remake ourselves into the person that we want to be? specifically in the realms of ambitions, material attachment, physical and mental resources, right? So some of us might feel motivated, on this day during this time uh, while this transit is happening to make a sudden or drastic transformational change in your home life, right? And how those patterns can therefore amplify that energy in like your 10th house and your career in the ways that you are visible or feel seen. Um, But I did want to note too that it may be difficult to remain neutral, especially on matters that involve you personally or your resources, your status and your ambition. So definitely try to keep your emotions as composed as possible, because you're going to want to just no that's not right. No, I'm not going to tolerate that. No. You know what I mean? Having embracing that chaotic energy that definitely is sometimes for the highest good. But I think just being mindful of acting. Um, Chaotically, or like without thinking. So, it's also possible to in- eliminate unwanted behaviors during this cycle and implement new ones um, because they can really stick with this energy that you're manifesting behind Pluto, right? So, especially with this Aries stellium right now with the Sun, Mercury, and Venus, and upcoming this week, the Moon will also be um, in Aries. Uh, things that are put, being put into action now will have the drive and the energy behind them to keep them going and then to begin seeing the fruits and rewards sooner than you probably expected. So, taking the time today to really reflect on what about what we've been using or holding on to needs to go for our highest transformation. So what is this conjunction? A lot of devil energy, (laughs) the devil card in the tarot. What does this conjunction look like?
0: Thank you so much for that breakdown, Nikki. That was so beautiful. I love how you ended it with the stellium as well with the sun, Mercury, and Venus to kind of support this energy in a very real way. So for this in the tarot, the moon in Capricorn conjuncting pluto and capricorn is the high priestess in the devil energy conjuncting the judgment in the devil right the devil um, being that, that capricorn energy can also be represented in the tarot as the queen of pentacles because the queens are cardinal energy and capricorn is cardinal of so how are you using the information and the secrets that you've learned about your boundaries and your structure to make decisions for your legacy? And I feel this is a point that we're coming to in our adolescent as we're gaining experience, as we're gaining further knowledge through experiences that we've been going through over and over again. we've come to an age where we can notice certain patterns. So how are you using the information and the secrets that are coming up? In the devil energy of those toxic habits and those people that have tried to chain themselves to you and these agreements that you've made or the indulgences in drugs and alcohol, how have you been using the information that you've been accumulating, those secrets, right, that you've learned about your boundaries, how you maintain them or not, your structure, whether you maintain that or not, to make decisions for your legacy? Because now it's not just about going outside and playing with your friends until the lights caught out now it's realizing that the world is in a position where it needs your individual puzzle piece and now you're using what you know to help build that structure with this devil energy representing capricorn so you can see yourself manifesting what you want in the subconscious and this moon day because it's happening on monday that represents the moon energy is asking you to make a decision today that will bring that manifest ma- manifestation to the physical realm So we can all think of things subconsciously, but there's a difference between thinking about it internally and actually bringing it to manifestation in the physical realm. And Capricorn being that deep earth energy is the energy that you, it's like the gateway in order to break through. So what can you do now to start your week off in a righteous direction? Okay, it's about to be Monday. What can you do to start the week off today, on this day, on Monday? In, a, in the direction that's gonna allow you to implement those, those pieces of information that you've been coming across. What decisions with your time can you make? Because Saturn is a ruler of Capricorn, which is a ruler of time, right? So think about what can you do in terms of the time you're exulting on a day that will align you with your path. So notice moments where you shy away from following through on making decisions for you to become the best version of yourself and ask yourself why you hesitated if you told yourself to walk out when you woke up but then you didn't listen to yourself ask yourself why you hesitated because that high priestess in the devil energy is going to help give you that answer even if you don't like it that will point out any work that needs to be done in your subconscious in that divine energy Uh, so are you feeling vulnerable in sharing your creativity with the world right is that the real reason why you're resisting from doing certain things because you don't want people to see high priestess, the secrets and your creativity. You're trying to keep that veil up, right? But with Pluto and Capricorn, you have to bring that transformation. That's the only way that you will feel fully satisfied this lifetime. The only way that you will feel fully satisfied this lifetime is allowing your divine feminine her rightful place in the world, in a society where things are typically patriarchal, but we're leaning towards moving in a different time now where there's more reverence to divine feminine. And the only way divine feminine can expand in our world is through us. So you deserve to give yourself better than what you've been giving and you feel that. And now it's time to go through the transformation and act on it. So let's go into Tuesday
1: with Venus and Aries sextiling Mars and Gemini. Yeah, that was beautiful because I, I really feel like there's a lot about taking action, regardless of how, you know, I think throughout the week, it's it's advice and caution and clarity about maybe how and when to take action. But nonetheless, <laughs> actions need to be taken and decisions need to be made. So Thank you for all of y'all who've been joining with us uh, so far this morning. And I just realized our hashtag, right? Astro TCH, it spells Astro Teach. <laughs> I thought that was so cute too, because we're also teaching, right? As well, much as we're so like- Wow, so lit, right? I love that. Yeah, that's I <laughs> just noticed that. But if y'all want to keep up with the conversation while we're going through the transit of the week, definitely hit us on Twitter. Um, and we'll be checking the hashtag throughout the conversation. So, to get on to Tuesday, April 6th, we have Venus and Aries sextiling Mars and Gemini. So, with Aries energy, right, we have this cardinal fire. It's masculine energy. It's traditionally the first house ruled by Mars. It's that I am affirmation. And with Gemini, this is mutable air, masculine energy. It's traditionally ruled by the third house. It's mercurial, right? It's ruled by Mercury and it's the I think affirmation. So it's I am and I think, right? So our fire, right, our drive, our passion, our motivation to start new relationships and connections is supported, right? Sextiles provide that like support energy that like we've said before with squares, like similarly to squares, oftentimes manifests as an actual experience, whether it's a conversation or something that you look at or see, you know, something that you're experiencing and actually interacting with in the 3D world. So it's uh, being supplemented by this Mars and Gemini energy. So it's being supported by our drive to communicate and, you know, make playful, childlike jokes with other people. So it's an air of confidence, passion, and this like childlike optimism when communicating with friends or loved ones or going after matters of finances, right? Conversations, things that we're trying to build upon or learn more about or relate to others with having this confidence, this passion. And also like, you know, that an optimism, which is really, it's really like, it feels like very light energy. And it's this energetic balance of giving, which is Mars, and receiving, which is Venus, right? So giving and receiving love in ways that support our identity, and as well as our thoughts, feelings, and ideas with this Aries and this Gemini energy. So feeling energized to put out new projects and ideas into actions and not really taking no for an answer in pursuit of our personal goals. I feel like making sure that we understand the difference between our short, short-term and long, long-term outcomes. Because like we've talked before, you know, Aries is the soldier. Aries is like, go, 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 right? And if this is not working, okay, I'm gonna do this. And if this is not working, you know, I'm gonna actually do this instead. And Gemini energy can actually support that restlessness. So also thinking about in what ways are we playing a long-term game as well? Like just because something's not working out or happening in the ways that we want or expect it to in the present, still being mindful of like, what is the longevity of this like long-term strategy, right? That we may be kind of frustrated at this point if it's not working out right now, (laughs) right? It's like that tendency or desire to want to just put it down and then think that something else is worth beginning when it's like, no, like, what are the lessons that we can get from the passion and that the drive and to kind of explore and connect and relate to other people. Like what is that energy of initiation kind of pushing us to learn about how we now operate and see ourselves and our lives and our neighborhood, right? Our community, whatever that means, right? For us, those groups of people that we're relating to on a regular basis. So um, it's it's really about remaining composed when things don't go as planned or as expected. And it's not the time to really act or say things harshly or in an unfiltered way, because the way that things are moving right now so quickly, you might not be able to go back and repair, right? The situation because people are very much on like, okay, move on next, okay, move on next. So right now people are not in a space of perhaps being the most understanding and patient and slow moving. So just being mindful of our words, right? Gemini, and then our actions um, with that Aries energy. Um, And I just, that was the last thing I had, you know, pacing yourself, for the long term marathon, and not just the here and now. So it's it's really, again, connecting it to what you were talking about on Monday about taking action. And this is almost giving us a strategy on how to do it. So how does this play out in the tarot? The
0: whole, you know, when you're nodding your head and you're doing it for so long, you don't realize you're doing <laughs> it until you've been doing it for long. I was just nodding, my, especially the part I love how you recognized the fact that even if you're in a predicament where you don't feel you're being, uh, you're able to be understood by the other party in the partnership, it doesn't mean you need to drop that. And like you said, walk away to start something completely over because then there's a refusal almost for you to recognize your actions in why you're getting that result with that person. And so, With Venus and Aries, sextiling Mars and Gemini, this is the four of wands energy, sextiling the nine of swords. So this energy is actually a great time to speak with someone you have a partnership with and actually communicate any concerns that you're having with the partnership moving forward, right? Because in that aspect that Nikki mentioned, not taking no foreign answer in pursuit of our personal goals, I am not going to give up what I am moving towards now in this new cycle of my life on an individual scale, but I also see how this partnership could benefit both of us. So let's sit down and compromise. Let's communicate and have a moment where we're not, we're opening ourselves to each other, right? This is a wonderful energy to assist you in getting out of your head and taking action towards creating a foundation for business or creative ideas or those relationships that you want, right? Those business ideas that you want to try, those creative ideas you want to try. Great day for you to implement that. This energy is masculine and action driven because with the sextile, they're sharing um, a polarity. So the four of wands and the nine of swords are both masculine energies here that are helping because the sextile is the most like flowing aspect of all of them in terms of how the energy um, communicates with one another. So this is a is sitting on the sideline for this opportunity may just build even more pressure that could explode in a future situation. So definitely take this day, this Tuesday, okay, this Mars day as well, Tuesday is a Mars day, take this day to really take action on things you've been thinking about and reflecting on with this nine of swords, because there's something that you still have in the dark that spirit is giving you another opportunity to work through. So take that to help build a stronger foundation in those partnerships with this Venus and Aries four of wands that's that's sextiling it use what you've had in your head to communicate figure out how to communicate effectively right if you're used to just yelling to get your point across maybe try a different approach because at the end of the day whatever action you're taking in a masculine way remember divine masculine energy is also logical So make it make sense. Don't just do things blindly out of anger. Yes, you've been through a lot with this person with the Nine of Swords, but it doesn't mean that you can't think to put yourself first in Aries season and strategically use the art of war to get your way, right? So allow this energy to assist you in relieving your mind from overthinking and hiding the truth or multiple truths. This is the nine of swords. This could have been multiple things that you're holding from this person that you want and need to share in order to increase your own vibration towards your spiritual journey and your personal goals as Nikki touched on and release energy that doesn't belong in this new cycle. We're in Aries. This is a new cycle. Number one, we're starting over and building something new. So get rid of any debt weight with the nine of swords get rid of, rid of any um negative perceptions that you have about your partnership and focus on um actually identifying ways to communicate better with mars and gemini to take action and be on the same side so let's go go on to wednesday oh moon and aquarius conjunct jupiter and aquarius
1: yes it's it's the part when you said make it make sense <laughs> like for real is really about the strategy like that was so funny (laughs) and we have so on this mercury day right eight wednesday april 7th we have the moon in aquarius conjunct jupiter in aquarius and i'm really excited i think this might be one of like my top transits for the week like this this energy is really cool um So when we have when we think of Aquarius, this is fixed air energy. It's masculine. It's traditionally ruled by the eleventh house. um, It's co-ruled by Saturn and Uranus, and it's the I know affirmation. So with this transit, our emotions, right, with the Moon, and our sense of abundance, wealth, and prosperity, right, with Jupiter, they share the same motivation. And they actually amplify each other's energy with this conjunction to allow us to reimagine the possibilities of our lives, especially in regards to our emotional programming and how we understand the abundance in our lives. So the mind on this day will wander, right? And take on higher concepts than it's used to with this Aquarian energy, right? there's really no bounds to this, this type of thinking and these mental processes. It's like stimulating original, inventive and innovative thoughts and having a unique understanding on uh, perhaps, you know, just our life in general, but really our emotions like this, having a deeper complex understanding and appreciation for how our collective experiences have have really shaped the way that we relate to our emotions is what I'm getting on this day, especially with it being on a Mercury day. So we're thinking, we're, we're ideating about it, right? We're analyzing it, we're thinking, we're processing, we're trying to put it into words. So I think it's really like this internal conversation that we're having with ourselves, but then also with this Jupiter energy, it's this external way of reimagining the way that we just show up in the world, the way that we relate to others, the way that we go about certain things, that internal energy reflects outwards really in all that we do. So our subconscious emotions will feel more excitable, especially after the moon uh, has left Capricorn with all this, you know, Aries energy happening in the background. It'll go from the more structured and rigid Capricorn to, I felt like, you know, Aquarius, right? It's Saturn ruled, but it has that Uranus uh, energy to it as well—that unpredictable, that expansive, that you know. Let's go back to the drawing board and rethink this. So, it's a great day to interact with people that you love and be able to gain wisdom from those who've come before you, right? Our collective um, or personal ancestors, or just people—you know—and understanding. I use ancestors super loosely, like a tree. It uh, could be an ancestor, a child could be an ancestor, a friend could be an ancestor. It's, it's really like someone that you can really like learn from in, a, in this deep, like meaningful way about like who we are and where we come from. So it's also a really great time for a new chapter either internally or externally as Jupiter's energy shines light on our internal world to show us that many of the limitations that we experience are actually those that we place on ourselves with self-limiting beliefs and behavior and this energy is asking us to really dream bigger, right? Jupiter, everything's bigger and better with Jupiter. So this transit will give us the energetic freedom to see the practical, yet imaginative imaginative path to our wildest dreams. And it's really important at this time with this transit, especially with this Aries energy of moving very quickly, impulsively, you know, childlike, right? To remain teachable, flexible, and grounded in the pursuit of these revelations. So thinking about the quote about if you want to go fast, go alone, but if you want to go far, go together, right? Going together takes us farther. So when we think about Aquarius, it's the 11th house. So who is your soul tribe, right? Who do you envision sitting and eating at the table with you, right? When you've made it, when you have it all, right? When these Jupiterian things really come into play, who are you at the table with? So invest in them now, right? Listen to them, give them a call, schedule a brainstorming meeting, put ideas into a timeline or a course of action. Like, who are you doing this with? Get clear and get ready with those people, you know, right? If you're- <laughs> Aria said, hopefully not Judas, right? (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? Have discernment for sure, for sure. Like, because I think with this Jupiterian energy where we might exaggerate certain things or we might put certain types of projections because of the fantasy, the dream, the mission, the goal, the accomplishment. So still, that's what I like about Aquarian energy. It's still grounded enough to have that Saturn-like discernment. So it's definitely getting clarity and honesty about who are those people that you are going with? And if you've met some of them yet, invest in them now, right, relate to them and and appreciate them and show them their flowers now and start to build with them. So that's what I have for this transit. But I'm really curious to see it's just it feels like a very benefic, like abundant transit. So what does this look like in the tarot?
0: Yes, I, I love what you just said. I love I could not help myself. But have that mental imagery when you said, you know, who is at the table? Who is your soul tribe? Who are you, who are you repping? Like, you know what I mean? Like, who, who's in your corner? Who is that soul tribe? And as soon as you said that, I got a visual of that, um, picture of Jesus when he's at the table with the 12 disciples.
1: Ooh, and then so I was good. like,
0: hopefully not. Yeah. I was like, hopefully not Judas. And it's literally Easter today.
1: I was, so, yeah. Cause that imagery, like even if there's 12 disciples, right? So Aquarius is the 11th house. You have 11. Like, I just got that message. Like some people might not make the cut. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like you go from 12 to 11 and having that discernment of who's making the cut and who's not. Wow.
0: (laughs) Yes. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Okay. I'm not going to go down that road because (laughs) Ashwalti might be another hour. So for this transit, literally hopefully you don't have Judas in your life. And also on a deeper scale, okay, hopefully you are not Judas because with this seven of swords energy, Aquarius is the 11. So with the seven of swords, usually it's like they have a whole bunch of swords in their hand, two of them. In my modern witch tarot, two of them are stuck in the ground and she's carrying five. She's walking one direction, but her head is turning and looking behind her over her shoulder. So are you deceiving yourself and not practicing what you preach? Are you making certain suggestions for the community or for your soul tribe or for your group that you're supposed to be with, but you're not staying committed to your own journey, right, with the Seven of Swords? Are you keeping secrets to or being deceitful with that Seven of Swords energy and keeping secrets to stay safe in a situation? where you know if you share what you're thinking, it will cause more harm than good? Are you trying to be deceitful to yourself and protect yourself from any type of, you know, domestic situations that may come up? To be honest, you know, none of us want to be in that, but are you deceiving yourself and not speaking up and staying in the situation? Um, and causing even more, you know, just staying in that situation. How long How long can you continue to live like that and harm yourself before a change happens? And even if it's on a lighter record, okay, are you keeping secrets in terms of information and how you're communicating to yourself on a daily basis to stay safe in your job? If you know that you really want to start your own business and you don't feel that it's your, your current position is aligned with your path right oh telling a little white lie to yourself here and there those accumulate so this is a day to definitely work with this energy and reflect on that with it conjuncting the wheel of fortune and the star right will a change ever happen if you are not the one to do it will that wheel ever turn if you don't walk up to it and spin it you know what is that um that show the wheel of fortune where you have to like spin it, you have to get your arm down there and swing it. Okay? So today's energy is allowing us to see where we can grow to unapologetically step into our role for the world, right? But we'll also feel that seven of swords energy telling us that we're used to dealing with situations in the same way over and over and over. So this is knowing what you're doing wrong, but still just doing it one more time, right? Six seeing what the balance in the routine can be implemented but seven take still keep taking that step further right deceiving yourself knowing what you should do but purposely not doing it and getting stuck in that repetition right it's telling us what how are we dealing with the situation so while the will of fortune wants us to begin a new cycle of expansion, doing things differently. Stop lying to yourself. Stop hiding how you really feel and what you really want to say. And um, Aquarius energy going ghost. Stop ghosting the situation. Whenever you have an argument or a conversation, stop just walking away. Maybe stay and will a fortune in the star, take a new opportunity to create a new situation and communicate with the star, because that's still Aquarius, communicate and outpour your feelings. Stop collecting, it's full, the vessel is full, right? What you want to say, you know what you want to say, but knowing what you want to say and sharing what you want to say are two different things. So, on this journey to growth, let's not, let us not get confused with that. The difference is action. We're in Aries season. No better time than that, right? So, just in closing, okay, know how you want to grow based on what you know about yourself, put into practice what you've learned. Sagittarians are really great preachers. I'm not gonna lie, a Sagittarius, if you get someone with strong Sagittarius placements to get up on a stage one day and share their thoughts on something, T.D. Jakes, you know, Joel Osteen, they probably have really strong Sagittarian placements, I won't be surprised, but put into practice what you're preaching and what you've learned and be more honest to yourself about how other people's actions have affected you so that you can stay on track with your road to stardom. OK? So Thursday, OK, we're making decent time. Thursday, moon in Pisces, sextile Uranus Innocent Taurus.
1: I, I knew where that was going. As soon as you started, Satch could be good preachers. I was like, there's a but. <laughs> there's a but. <laughs> like, no, for real. Yeah, that's that's a tendency that we have. It's, it's the follow through. It's really like. <clears throat> having that wisdom, that Sagittarian, you know, wisdom and insight, but then also the, the follow-through and the application of that. So to so reset the room real quick. i know off note is there. Ooh, and then oh yeah, because you're having a nodal opposition right now. Yes. <laughs> and it's a lot of so it's a lot about the spaces in which we're both teaching and learning, growing and giving back. Um and so just to reset the room, right now we're gonna get started on Thursday, April 8th with uh, the moon in Pisces sextile Uranus and Taurus. So thank y'all for hanging with us. We will turn on hand raising at the end once we walk through the week. But if you want to stay connected with us throughout the conversation about the transits, uh, you could use the hashtag in our bio, Astro Tea Clubhouse on Twitter, um, to stay connected with us. And we will check it throughout our conversation to see what y'all have to say. So with this, moon and pisces sextile uranus and taurus on thursday a jupiter day i really i like this transit as well because we have this pisces energy it's mutable water traditionally ruled by the 12th house feminine energy it's co-ruled by jupiter and neptune and it's the i believe affirmation then taurus you know having uh this taurus energy it's all about fixed earth the second house it's funny i said i have because it really is like that having of the energy you know it's feminine energy ruled by venus it's the i have affirmation so it made me think about our subconscious emotions about what we believe in and and kind of dream and fantasize about with this moon and pisces with a sextile, it's being supported by unconventional, unconventional and unexpected ways of manifesting earthly pleasures, right? Money, resources, stability, longevity, a business, bank account, finances, things that you can actually see and measure and taste, touch, feel, right? Interact with in the 3D world. And it made me think, you know, uh, me and a few friends, we have a little, you know, a little NFT astrology collaboration uh, on Thursday night. Um, Well, I'll have more info once I get the flyer um, on my Instagram. But we were talking about that last night, how... This doing it on Thursday with this transit, um, it very much is, you know, believing of new ways to make money, right? Uranus and Taurus, it's new ways of getting income, about getting energetic reciprocity, about having things, right? People are going to be buying art. So it's a lot of uh, you know Venusian energy, right? That art and trading it and sharing it and purchasing it, right? That's that's a very like on-brand Moon and Pisces, Uranus and Taurus kind of thing. So I'm really excited for that. Um, but it's anything like that. Think bigger, dream bigger, right? I think that's a huge message that keeps coming across this week about. It doesn't have to look the way that you like thought in your head for it to actually work and to still feel stable and grounded and secure, you know, and all the boxes that we need to check to feel comfortable. Right. But it doesn't have to be the way that we've like planned or been attached to doing it. Right. So this is calling us to believe in ourselves and our capacity um, of our mind, of our emotions, of our abilities over the false narratives that we tell ourselves about our ability to weather the storm. And this transit is a great time to find unconventional and dreamlike ways of doing things because of your like this inquisitive nature, this inventive nature that we have right now with the Uranus aspect of that, you know, Uranus and Taurus. Aspect that we have right now. And so we might be receiving flashes of insight to solving problems that we've been having for a long time in an instant. Like something that you're just like, I just don't know how this is gonna work. Like I don't know how I'm gonna make this happen. Like this energy with the moon and Pisces, it's like boom, you're gonna get a divine inspiration or download, and you're like, oh, I never thought about it this way. And it's just believing in yourself to get through it and to make it work. So um my my last point on this especially as a cat moon is that the road to success does not always have to be an arduous struggle right sometimes we make it harder for ourselves than it actually is and when we believe in ourselves and in the we believe in the process right the journey therefore becomes more enjoyable um, and fruitful than the destination itself, right? It's really falling in love with the journey and with the process. And it made me think about Peter Pan, right? Where he says, all it takes is faith, trust, and a little bit of pixie dust. Hey, okay, and the full cart, okay, right? So, you know, we have just that little bit of pixie dust with the Pisces moon just saying take the faith, take the trust, still put things into actions, but move slowly and move with faith is what I'm really getting from this transit. So what does this look like Uh, with the full card, right? I saw you put that up, and and everything else. What does this look like in the tarot?
0: That was so, so beautiful. I, oh my goodness. So this moon in Pisces sextiling Uranus and Taurus is the high priestess in the moon energy, sextiling the fool in the hierophant. And the hierophant with that um, Taurus energy could also be the king of pentacles in the tarot as well. So yes, the full card, as soon as you said pizza pan, my eyes went straight for that card. And in the modern witch tarot deck, you can see why with the imagery for the fool um, and just kind of like that sprinkling the pixie dust and like flying off with the dog. So whenever the high priestess is in the moon energy, she's reached or acquired some new information about what lies in the subconscious, what you think about inside, and has the tools to use what was formerly a place of hurt, right, as a place of power, because the high priestess is in the moon energy, that is her energy, right? So she feels comfortable there. And now it's kind of like you're sitting in your you know, vacation home and you're kind of writing down or journaling about the trip that you've been on. Have that moment with yourself here, okay? This is an energy to work with to get details on how you feel you're doing as well since this new year has started. Especially since March 13th or 14th where we had that new moon in Pisces. Now that you're coming to the another the moon in Pisces again, kind of see what has happened between each moon, okay? So about March 13th, 14th, what was happening for me? What was I going through emotionally? Uh, how was I feeling at that moment? And how am I feeling now in comparison? Uh, journaling that to kind of acquire that information, as Nikki said, because you're so in tune with your intuition that like, if you believe in yourself and you believe that you deserve, you know, the answer to really move forward and take that leap of faith, okay, it can it can just come to you like that, okay, in unexpected ways with the Uranus energy, okay. So this is an energy to work with on this day. Um, this energetic work will allow you to gain more knowledge about how you can, you know, how you can have a better attitude towards the spiritual journey that you're on. Okay. So look at where you are now. How do I want to grow? Hierophant. Remember, barefoot has actually been in the mud. That's what Taurus energy is. Aries, then we have Taurus. Now that you're planting these seeds, Taurus, get in the field and plow, get in the field and tend to those seeds that you've planted, right? How will you unexpectedly reap from getting in the action of you know, planting or plowing those seeds you've planted this season. It's happening for you. All of this is happening for you to reach stability and learn lessons, right? Through going through it, not just seeing it, actually getting in there and building that success for yourself. Control of your emotions, divine feminine, is gonna drive your actions this season as well with the divine masculine. And this energy of divine feminine and masculine ends so perfectly this week on Sunday with the um, sun and Aries energy, Uh, but I'll get into that on Sunday. Just remember, control your emotions. This is a, a great day to reflect on controlling your emotions to drive your actions, okay? Keep moving forward, you've got this. Let's get into Friday
1: yes shall we (laughs) with uh chiron and aries is back okay on friday and so on friday we have mercury and aries conjunct chiron and aries and so apparently when i was doing some research it's a pretty rare transit and it happens only once every 50 years or so um so i'm glad we actually chose this we didn't we didn't know that when we chose this transit to talk about um so i think again the symbology of there's just a lot of divine messages that it's really now or never if we're listening or understanding and processing and putting into action like there's really a lot of unique opportunities for us to walk in the, the life that we want for ourselves so with Aries you know, it's cardinal fire, it's masculine energy ruled by Mars. It's thinking about really the core of who we are. Um, I was having a really great conversation with my with a really good friend yesterday and we were talking about um, kind of like dating, I guess, during the pandemic, <laughs> right? And talking about our perceived sense of loneliness um, and isolation right as we've been now over a year in this pandemic and it's really confusing and blurring the lines of physical isolation and just like isolation in in this life right and making us feel as though especially for us who maybe live alone or don't are aren't able or haven't been able to live with our our loved ones right the ways in which we feel separated and isolated physically can be confused as like, we're just like alone in this world. Right. And You know, since a few months into the pandemic, people are jumping into relationships to avoid feeling alone or being alone or people have been fixated on, you know, the who, what, where, when, why, how of making a new connection, whether that's romantic or platonic of like, how am I going to meet somebody or where am I going to meet somebody? And then we get that first taste of human connection and we're just like diving into this energy and it's coming from a place of like wounded uh, self-trust and self-belief right with this Aries energy Um, we're often jumping into these impulsive unions because that woundedness around being and feeling alone has been activated in us on a consistent you know daily basis for over a year now and we're only in some ways right we're only as alone as we think we are So it made me think about how we define loneliness and then how we define isolation and what energetic differences do we feel from these words, right? Does loneliness always have to be isolation or separation or just just being by ourselves, you know, we can see that as a gift to also discover who we are with that Aries energy, right? In what ways have we just stepping back and looking at the whole past year, right? Um, how have we been avoiding the Chiron work, right? Makes me think of y'all should listen to Holy by Jamila Woods. She says like, I'm not lonely, I'm alone and I'm wholly on my own, right? It's it's our perception about being alone. So on this day with this mercurial energy, we may have the we may feel compelled to either write, talk or otherwise share with other people some of the wounds that we've experienced regarding, you know, asserting yourself and the journey of finding yourself and so for those of you who are artists and anyway I use that I use that term super loosely and generally you know, this would be a great day to create some art or music that speaks to the hero's journey. It made me think of um, Ready Set with Cash Doll and Big Sean, where they're like, I look better than what I've been through. Hey, it's a celebration. a hey, right? Because we made it out the basement, right? Stay hungry, stay patient. So it's really about the journey, right? And how we have been victorious, right? Giving ourselves an ability to celebrate that he- wounded energy that we've been healing and transmuting. So with Chiron Conjunct Mercury, it's a time where we might remember those painful old thoughts, but we can replace them with like, now, nah, like I've come a long way. And we have right now the ability to open doorways of thinking that you may have never considered in the way that you want to show up in this world. So that's what I, I have for that. And I, I think it's a really beautiful opportunity to check in with like, maybe we're not lonely, we're just alone. And that's okay, right? Feeling safe in the um in our body and in ourselves and and who we are so what does this look like in the tarot um for friday's energy
0: yes that is tea that is tea i really hope you guys heard that because it, it's that lyric that you said with dog cat and or doja cat and big sean yes a hundred percent because in the tarot, the Mercury and Aries energy conjuncting Chiron in Aries is the magician in the emperor conjuncting Chiron in the emperor. So you've made it to where you are right now, solely due, like, solely due to your actions and who you believe you are. You are a result of your actions. And today that fact is being shown to you. Right And an energy that puts you in the driver's seat to change your direction if you like it or not. This is also realizing who's been driving your actions if it's not you. Who have you been allowing to get into your head and run the program of how you take action and how you move? That wounded healer, Chiron. Your ability to heal yourself to teach yourself and learn remedies to these things, right? So realize who's been driving your actions, if not you, and allow yourself to see how you can easily transfer that power back to yourself with this conjunction. Oh, I see what you've been doing. Let's switch seats really quick, you know? You are the magician with, the, with this Mercury in Aries energy. You have the power to communicate. You have the wand in your hand, right? The magic is in your root chakra, your ability to believe you are stable. You are a survivor. You are the one that is driving. So get into some I am affirmations today. Maybe wear something red, carry a red crystal or a stone today to get into that energy. But even root chakra meditation would help today to help you to get into your mind with the magician. Okay, and meditation as well, before we get into the next transit, meditation is not always about calming like or shutting your mind down. Allow the thoughts to play out, allow them to go because then you can see, right? That's, what's gonna help you to come up with the best strategy moving forward to help yourself, right? Allow the thoughts to come about but don't focus on a particular one. See how they, how you interact with yourself on the mental scale, with your mental game. Who has, because Aries rules the head and the brain. And it's airy season, and this is a lot of emperor energy. Who is in your mind? Who is in your mind? Who is in your head? Who is in your brain? What are they saying? How can you change the conversation to serve you and embrace the art of war and being more strategic and choosing your thoughts instead of other people's? cause that conjunction. You're seeing it now with the conjunction happening. Now get yourself in the driver's seat and drive, right? That's gonna take your root chakra to assist you with all the red I'm seeing with this magician and the emperor energy and the tarot. So maybe some of you guys need to focus on your root chakra a bit to gain that sense of su- survival and stability within yourself moving forward and also responsibly using your sexual energy I'm hearing to mention that as well. Make sure that you're using your sexual energy responsibly. You may feel it obviously because we're in airy season, but that means that you need to direct it, direct your root chakra energy up to the sacral, then up to the solar, then up to the heart, then up to the throat, then, uh, you know, allow the energy to move up so that you can raise your vibration. So that you can ascend to the next dimension so that you can embrace this new cycle, right? Instead of always getting stuck on level one because you want to, you know, I'm not gonna say that, okay? I was gonna sing a song and sorry, okay, I changed my mind, so it's like, say yeah, no, okay? They're more rebellious than me. So focus on your root chakra and actually harnessing that energy and stabilizing it and causing a balance, okay? So let's get into the next Saturday. Yes, Venus and Aries. Yes, let's get into this. Yes.
1: That was a perfect transition because I also thought about um, just the, all the sexual energy um, in in the air, to be honest right now. And thinking about it's going to be expansive even through right with that uh, transit coming up on Saturday. But even how you talked about the you know, energetic and in some ways, like emotional responsibility of of using that energy in a way that is like serving us or like setting us forward or makes us feel like we know who we are and what we stand for and what we want, like not letting us confuse, like not letting it confuse us or deter us or actually drain us with all the energy that we have right now to put things forth for ourselves. So with this uh, Venus and Aries sextiling Jupiter and Aquarius on Saturday, April 10th. Here we have cardinal fire, right? Is being complemented and supported by fixed air. So I just wrote like confidence in all caps. Like that's what I'm getting, right? With the Jupiter energy and the Venus and Aries energy. So it's confidence and self awareness as well, like critical self awareness. I want to see you walk, walk. walk. Right. <laughs> I want to see you walk. walk. <laughs> right. Like for real. Um, is walking the talk and having that confidence and that sense of self-awareness in our relationships. And so our passionate and our fast paced desire to make connections and to express ourselves is supported by the abundant and expansive opportunities to reinvent, recreate and strategize in a way that's exciting, right? Both exciting and imaginative yet practical. So on this day with this energy, we're really like less likely to be in our head and overthink and hold ourselves back with this like Jupiter energy in a... Saturn and Uranus co-ruled sign right where we have still hopefully the discipline and the common sense to know how to strategize and go about it but it's tied down to the kind of what if possibility of air that Aquarius like brings us it's still like up in the air you're still allowed to indulge in the fantasy and indulge in the dream and the ideas and the thoughts and the visions but to do so in a way that it's like hold it Hmm, does this make sense? You know what I'm saying? So it's still less likely to overthink and telling some, like maybe on this day, telling someone how you really feel after a long period of overthinking or self-doubt, you know, the great benefic of Jupiter is on our side to help give us the confidence and the optimism about starting a new connection, a new relationship, a new job, a new opportunity, moving to a new place, right? Something, uh, but I'm getting really more so with like investments and relationships. Um, that you've been hesitating about putting into action. So anything that you've been kind of dragging your feet, you're able to be like, dang, like, what if it goes wrong? But like, what if it goes right? And even better than I thought? You know, get, having the the ability to really indulge in in it going, really well for us so this is also a really favorable transit for financial uh ventures business ventures right especially with the saturn day energy it's a good day to put things into action with the drive and attention to detail and practicality of this transit that is actually going to keep things in place and structured for the long term so taking a risk Um, either financially or with a connection um, and seeing how things go and how things turn out in the long run. Um, And it's a good time to think about how to efficiently invest your money, Um, since most of of these decisions going on um, will be destined for success. So really thinking about how you want to go about um, cultivating this life of beauty and connection and romance and indulgence that you you want for yourself and that you deserve to have um, and nothing less. You know, if anything, it's dream bigger, dream more is what this uh, week's energy is telling us. So, with uh, what is this, Saturday's energy? Uh, what does this look like in the tarot? Yes. Yeah,
0: so, for Saturday with this Venus and. In... Oh, sorry. Okay. So. <laughs> For Saturday, as we get into Saturday with this uh, energy with Venus uh, and Aries sextiling Jupiter and Aquarius, I really feel like that song, um, when you said confidence, Nikki, that um, is on TikTok, on Reels, it's like, nah, let me see you walk. And like, it just kept playing over and over in my head. So some of you may be meeting someone today that is the beginning of a promising partnership. So could like... Stella got her groove back type of energy like realizing like I still have it like I haven't been outside okay you know to like a party or like a gathering or like just outside to be seen in this way since last year this time and like you know I still got it like Stella can get her you know this could especially be in areas of love and career okay so don't you know don't be surprised if you get you know more attention than usual because you're kind of used to being in more of an isolated position with what we've been going through in the wall in the world and because you're and this could be putting yourself out there on social media okay don't forget the star is technology aquarius energy internet social media as well and into telecommunication so this could be you meeting someone on, you know, like you both swiped right. You know, I could even see Tinder, or, you know, just matches where it's like, what? Like I could, I put, you know, so this is especially in love and career. Okay. Just focus on that. And this could also be with existing partnerships taking action, right? To work together and compromise, to begin a new and more healthy cycle in the relationships that we already have. Okay. So will of fortune that Jupiter energy is wanting to is- expand. Jupiter is philosophical. So what have you been learning about how you can show up in a better way and engage in a new cycle of behavior and action in the relationships and partnerships that you have right now? Because as much as, um, you know, it is necessary to cut off relationships, we do also want to um, put emphasis on healing, right? When you go through certain types of healing, it doesn't always mean you sever the relationship. You can save or start a new cycle and have a transformation based on the work you're doing and how you are communicating, right? Obviously, both both parties have to be um, willing, you know what I mean? That's another thing, but this is a new more healthy cycle in the relationships that could uh, exist as well so in addition to new partnerships you're realizing wow i still have it like wow like you know, a lot of people are coming to me like this is your your relationships being like, wow, like I can really be, you know, have this new cycle and like I, this feels good. Like, you know, it feels good to not be arguing all the time. Like, you know, this could be you going and having a picnic. Okay, like, okay, Rodney, we've been arguing this whole quarantine and like now that we've opened things back up, I will, you know, let's go to the park and try something new together, you know. Let's go have a picnic together. Let's go to an event together, you know? It's you re um, re reestablishing a new, healthier way to approach relationships you're in and have more fun. But also, as Nikki mentioned, you know, put yourself out there as well, you know, in terms of different ventures that you're doing right now. Try something new together with someone. Go on a date, right? And spend time in nature as well. Okay, go for a walk. This energy is also good for sharing an idea, a product, a service, as we said with the Aquarian energy, guys. And this four of wands is not only relationships, like I said, love and career. So if you have any ideas right now that you're wanting to share with the world, especially to help make it a better place, share the idea, share the product, share the service. Today's a great day to do it. That it will help your community to be a better place, right? This is also people partnering with you in similar communities, right? You um, collaborating with people in your soul tribe to collaborate on putting out products or services that will help make the world a better place and help it grow in consciousness, right? Jupiter is in Aquarius, expanding your mind towards new concepts, innovative concepts that will make the world better so post on social media today share your ideas share your products share your services and collaborate with other people okay sunday yes i love this transit yes let's get into this
1: it's like the moment we've all been waiting for (laughs) and it it makes me think of um uh, do y'all know the song Now or Never by Kendrick Lamar and Mary J. Blige? Like that's such a good song about allowing yourself to shine and and seeing the success around the horizon and like thinking about how you how far you've come and it's really like now or never. I think I may have talked about that song before. It's such a good song. Uh if not, I'm having major deja vu, but I think I've talked about that song before. Um and thinking about, again, these just unique opportunities of energy of like, are you, you know, are you, how do I explain this? Is this an opportunity you're never going to have again? Right? Is this something where it's like, if the train is leaving, it's leaving your ass behind. Right? There are certain opportunities that you can... Um, wait for and strategize and plan and you know it's going to be there it's almost like a fallback but other things it's like you don't know where the next train is coming after this one leaves right so it's like under having that discernment um to still move but understanding that there's certain things that are coming up now that require our full attention and focus and that really transitions beautifully into sunday with the moon and aries conjunct both the sun and mercury right so this is like a huge like explosion of amplified energy with this cardinal fire it's very masculine energy it's it's getting us to think about really who we are what we want how we express ourselves how we show up in the world how we relate to like not um how we how everything else radiates from our sense of self and our core values our beliefs our way of stepping into the world right the way that we put our energy forth that's really like what aries is about so on this day our subconscious emotions our self-expression and our thoughts and ideas are amplified um and helping kind of bring each other out. And even with the song of the week, you know, when Joey Badass says, at times I thought we'd never make it and all it ever took was patience, right? I think it's definitely still looking back at how far you've come and the ways in which like patience is still a virtue in Aries season, right? As much as it doesn't um, feel like it sometimes. Um, A lot of songs this week, I thought about Me, Myself and I as well by Beyonce. sometimes, you know, you got to be your own best friend. And if you're really singing, like we talked about last week, like with the two doors, the imagery of the two doors and all the keys, it's almost like the intention. Are you whistling and humming and being grateful while you're looking through these keys to open the right door? Right. Or are you sulking and complaining? Like it's it's our Perception around how do we view being with ourselves and by ourselves and focusing on ourselves like why does that sometimes have to have a negative or selfish um, connotation or, you know, a waste of our time when in fact it's like the best use of our time so it's really taking this is the start of the battle. Like we've been in preparation, we've been like working and growing and learning. And with this Aries energy, the start of the new year, and now we have this really, really strong amplification of energy is really looking back at everything that we've learned from Aries to Pisces season last year, the lessons, the experiences, the ups and downs, the challenges, the failures, successes, all of that. The universe is giving us a powerful amplification of energy for us to be able to have our emotions, self-expression, and ability to communicate um, our thoughts and ideas to the max, right, in ways that support and uplift one another and ourselves. So what are we going to do about it? What are we going to do about having this energetic gift? And the last thing it made me think about is um, this this saying that was inscribed at the temple um, of the Oracle at Delphi. And I don't know how to say it in, in Latin, but it was a Latin term that says know thyself. Right. Uh, a history teacher of mine told me about that. And it stuck with me ever since. Like, you have to know thyself before you come to the Oracle, asking for what you want. Right. You have to know who you are before you know what you want, what you need and what you need to ask for, what you're going to ask for. You got it's knowledge of self. It's understanding you might be asking the wrong questions because you don't know who you are and what you want. Right. And then the Oracle is going to give you the answer to what you want. But if that's not the real question you needed the answer to, it's like, what do you you don't know yourself? Definitely. This gives me uh, watch the Princess and the Frog. Like, this is such it's such a good movie that Mama Odie's advice about dig a little deeper. Right. They come in to ask her like, oh, we want to be human again. And she refused. She really didn't change them back. Like I, for, I I watched it recently and I forgot that she did not change them back to humans after they went on this whole quest right think about the past year as this whole quest like going through the bayou to find the oracle to find the light worker only for them to tell you duh it's within you you got to dig it a little deeper you got to find out who you are you got to find out what you want she's like what y'all want is love y'all don't want to be human again like that's not the suit that's not the real reason you want me to do this magic on you the magic is in you already and what you're looking for. What Tiana and Naveen both found out was like the love was stronger than what they both wanted at the beginning of the journey. So check in with yourself and see how you've grown from last airy season to now and really introduce yourself and have a check in with yourself about who you are now at your core. Like who is this person? What is this new version of you require? What is this new version of you like or dislike or need or appreciate and really try to honor Honor the needs of the person that you're becoming so that's what i that's what i have for sunday um, but i'd love to hear how this conjunction works out in the tarot too
0: oh that was so ah, uh, like you know you just get the face on where you're like you just literally dug into me i'm just okay i'm getting mad visuals as you were speaking okay and it's literally like the high priestess. Okay, let me break this down this way. So for the energy for today with this moon in Aries, we have the high priestess and the emperor once again, okay? But this is conjuncting Mercury in Aries and the sun in Aries, which is the magician, okay, and the emperor and the three of wands. So imagine like the empress and the emperor pulling the child into the room and being like, cut the BS, Do you wanna rule the empire? Do you want to rule this? Do you see what we've created for you? Do you see what the potential is? Are you really ready to rule this? So how can you emotionally show up for your empire now? Not later, now. To manifest what you will create moving forward. How can you emotionally show up for your empire now? You've gone through these transits this week so far that are assisting you. You've gone through since um, the winter solstice, all of these things. You've gone through a lots of transformation and emotional um, realization since isolation last year. How can you emotionally show up for your empire now to manifest what you will create moving forward? Reflect on what you've been shown about your emotions, right? Reflect on that and your actions towards that have you taken action based on your emotions? How have you used your actions to steal your, how have you used your emotions to steal your actions in a good or, or positive or negative way based on perception? Okay. Do they work in partnership or like enemies? And when you said the princess and the frog um, correlation, Nikki, like it came together even more visually for me right are you are is tiana and the prince walking in partnership inside of you or like enemies right now how can you improve on the partnership right the answer is not in another person it's in you at this point you've gone through the experience to be able to know what you need to ask for further growth but how can you improve on the partnership within yourself right now and communicate your needs as a masculine feminine that can cause an alliance in the work with the three of wands and the sun in Aries, S-U-N or S-O-N? What are you using now with your partnership of the masculine and feminine to create with this sun in aries the 3 of wands while we're in aries season what are you really creating cut the bs stop staying devastated you'll never get to the to the point where you can be grateful and like wow i was patient You will never get to that realization of that three of wands where you're looking out over the ocean like, wow, I really was patient and now my ships are coming in. You'll never get to that moment until you climb the hill. That takes action. How are you using your emotions to show up and take action in this world, right? Right? you're already at war with your opponents. You're already at war with people outside of you. And you're exalting so much unnecessary energy by arguing and communicating ineffectively with your allies. Don't be so bloodthirsty Aries season to fight with everybody. You have allies in this. Are you trying to see them or are you just in rage? Are you just mad because you're not catching on to the fact that you're going to miss an opportunity if you don't act and get your emotions and Divine Feminine demands her respect at this point. There is no other way. Side note, check out Sparacy on Netflix because the sea or body of water represents Divine Feminine, and I think that has a link. Okay, so definitely watch that. Because it will uncover a lot of information towards things that have been hidden on the world stage to help reference even more to your personal experience with Divine Feminine as well. But how are you ignoring that partnership with your feminine and masculine aspect of yourself that is causing confusion in how your son in Aries, Three of Wands, is moving forward and taking action to see the, the ships come in, Right? So take that energy and reflect on it. No one, okay, Aries wants to win the war. Okay, Aries is the child. So Aries wants to win the war. And sometimes that calls for strategy. That means you have to grow up. You know, you can't, yes, you can embrace and have those pizza pan moments, but you can't be pizza pan forever, right? If you want to build an empire, you can't. If you want to build an empire, you can't, and this is the emperor energy. If you're serious about your stuff, you'll do what you need to do. If you really want to become an emperor in this game, if you really want to become an empress this lifetime and align with your divine destiny and your path and meet that abundance because you're vibrating on the energy and the frequency of wealth, then you can't be pizza pan forever. You have to become the emperor. That takes strategy. That causes you to have to get into engaging in uh, balance with your divine feminine and masculine energies, right? Not just the mindless bloodshed, not just the mindless having sex and letting out all of that energy and then wondering why you have no energy to work on your business because, (laughs) you know, now let me see you walk. Wow. Wow. Okay, that's the best, that's the only time you get to reference what <laughs> I'm just saying. But not just the mindless bloodshed, not just the, oh, I have all this energy, let me get rid of it right now. No, how can I direct this in a mature way, in a strategic way, as a masculine or feminine? No one wants to fight alone, right? And this energy assists you today in seeing how you can be more of an ally to yourself and how in your partnership, your internal energies can communicate And also that translates to how you communicate externally with people in the external world to strategically win and planting new seeds to harvest when the fall time comes. When we're getting into October, you're seeing the harvest of what seeds you've been planted based on the mature decisions you're making right now. That is on you. You're being caused to make that decision. So cut the P- BS with yourself and communicate in a way where you're helping yourself work in this conjunction to see some areas where you may have been a bit more childish and where you can grow up and adopt more balance with your feminine and masculine energies today.
1: That that was awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna turn on hand raising. Um, So anyone who wants to share anything, please raise your hand um, to come to the stage. And I was just thinking it reminded me of The Lion King. Like that's like one of my favorite movies of all time. Like when Simba comes back. Right, like he does not want to come back. Right, it's really wow, wow, wow. Okay, I forgot the whole remember who you are part. Right, so he has this experience. Right, he's like, Who am I? Why me? Why am I tasked to do all this? Rafiki reminds him, Hello, it's in your blood, your royalty. Like, this is who you are. Right, that Aries energy. And it's like he has a choice, he doesn't have to go back. He started a whole new life for himself. Right, he like it's easier to just stay you know, chilling, doing nothing in paradise, lost in like the Neptunian like dream, you know what I'm saying? But he comes back to avenge his father and which is there for himself, right? He's showing when he looks at his reflection, who does he see his father? And then it warps into himself. So it's really to kind of avenge the, injustice that was done to him, right, and to take his rightful place as like, you know, the emperor, right, with Nala, right, and, and the growth that they've had. So it's, you know, it's not sometimes the easy thing to do, but it's like, how you really learn how to stand up for yourself and the things that are your birthright, you know, that's what it really made me think of.
0: that was that's so true as you were saying all that I was just visualizing the different parts in the movie you know especially with Nala and Simba when they weren't getting along in the beginning because they were both in young they were immature right he was more in that Aries energy but as after like you said that part where he realized you know embodying his father but in his own way he stepped into that emperor energy so so true Thank you all for joining us for another episode of Asher Tea. We enjoyed your energy thoroughly and look forward to seeing you next Sunday. Be sure to play the song of the week, which is by Joey Badass. It's called Devastated. And follow us on Clubhouse and Instagram to catch up with us between episodes. We love you and have a terrific week.